Good morning, everybody. It is the 4th of November, Friday. This is the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. Henry is at Pheasants Wood on a track day, playing with his toys, boys and their toys. So you have me today. This is general advice only, of course, not suited to your personal financial circumstances. If you need personal advice, go and see a financial planner. If you don't have a financial planner, email me and I'll find one for you. Before I get going, anyone interested in our golf day we have four places left on our golf day it is on november the 28th go to the website or again email us on info at marcustoday.com.au if you would like to come to our golf day right that aside overnight not fab it has to be said we had an absolute drubbing yesterday asx 200 down 129 points that's 1.84 percent led down by resources, which were down 2.6%, all on the back of that Fed meeting on Wednesday night, which told us that interest rates are going to peak higher than the Fed previously expected. And there was absolutely no sign of a soft pivot. Wall Street fell over 500 points and overnight it is down another 147 points, which is actually not too bad. At one point it was down 421 points. So that's down 0.46%. The Nasdaq though, not so flash, down 1.73%. There are a few results coming out. Overnight and after hours, Atlassian is down, I believe, 21% after hours on results. Block is apparently up 11% after hours on results. Starbucks up 1.5% on results. A lot of companies, by the way, complaining about inflation pressures, same as Domino's, which had a bit of a profits warning this week. Anyway, back to the markets. S&P 500 was down 1.04%. European market survived the lack of soft pivot, but still down. Stock 600 down 0.93%, Germany down 0.95%. Spy futures this morning down 24 so no relief from yesterday's 129 point drop. Gold, by the way, was the worst sector yesterday, down 3.6%, and gold overnight's down another $20. Now, at the top of the Marcus morning section today are the two relevant charts, which I will refer to in my strategy piece today but the US dollar index is still going up and the US 10-year bond yield still going up. It looks like all that enthusiasm for a soft pivot, all that enthusiasm that bond yields might have peaked and that the US dollar might have peaked has evaporated since the Fed. So the US dollar was irritatingly up a massive, and I've written in the morning piece in brackets, massive exclamation mark, close brackets again, because it is massive, a massive 1.42% over night and the Aussie dollar has dropped to below 63 cents 62.92 this morning so it looks like we are back in downtrend as the US dollar and the US bond yields go up again or rather depressing you can read about that in the strategy piece later today interesting bits of news overnight the UK market was up against the trend the Bank of England raised rates by 75 basis points overnight which was the biggest increase since 1989 but the good news was that they said that thanks to the risk of 
recession, borrowing costs are likely to rise less than they expected. So whereas the Fed were saying rates are going to peak out higher than they expected, the Bank of England saying the opposite. And bond yields rose, not bond yields rose, bond yields dropped a tiny touch and the British pound dropped a massive 2%. Of course, that's largely because the US dollar was going up. So the UK market seeing bad news, the risk of recession as good news, interest rates might not go up as much. Interesting quote in the news wires from some strategist, the kind of double talk that we saw yesterday, from the Fed that is, is really beginning to massively erode the credibility of anything they say. It was odd if you watched Powell's video yesterday that he really doesn't know where interest rates are going to peak out or when they will peak out. And he made that quite clear. We all seem to endow the Fed with a knowledge that they don't have. We are hanging on the words of someone who doesn't know is the impression. Anyway, that's what one of the newswires was suggesting. Another headline, shut your ears, Trump considering fresh White House bid after midterm elections. Also interesting, the number of companies in the US are now freezing, hiring and laying people off. Morgan Stanley, Apple and Amazon all doing that. Interesting headline this morning is Russia appears to have withdrawn from some strongholds in Kiev in the Ukraine. And the speculation is that it's either a trap or Russia has genuinely abandoned a significant strategic position, which could suggest a major turning point in the war. Let's see how this one develops. If that does appear to be the case that Russia is backing out, then you've got to expect energy prices to drop, inflation fears to reduce, and recession fears to subside, particularly in Europe. The oil price overnight, however, was down 2%, so showing no signs of responding to that story yet. In commodities, we might see a bit of relief this morning. The iron ore price was up 3% over, uh, sorry, it was up 3% yesterday and up 1.5% overnight. There is talk of a Chinese policy softening on COVID coming back into some reports overnight. BHP and Rio were both up overnight. They did have a terrible day yesterday. They were up 0.5%, 0.45%. Nickel price, a bit of a casualty this morning. It looks like it's down 5%. And the coal price is down 4%. Coal price is now, interestingly, down 52% from its tippy-tippy high. And the wonder stocks of 2022, not Afterpay, not A2 Milk this year, but coal stocks, WHC and NHC, have both been fabulous stocks today. They are both 15 and 16% off the top now. And if the coal price keeps doing this, they're likely to come off even further. Right, that's about that. We have jobs numbers in the US tonight. If the Fed don't know what to do in a data driven, then this is a significant piece of data for them. Next week, the focus moves to a few things. You can see the next week's diary in our newsletter today. But next week, the focus is going to be on the US CPI numbers that will dominate thinking. We also in Australia have Westpac results on Monday, NAB results on Wednesday, a bunch of AGMs and a whole load of other uh, results as well. And we have ANZ going ex-dividend on Monday and Macquarie ex-dividend on Monday. That means if you wanted to pick up the dividends on ANZ or Macquarie, you need to buy them today. You need to be holding them at close tonight. CSR results today, Pendle results today, AGMs today should be quite interesting. Qantas might do something for the travel sector today. Ioneer, I know a lot of you hold those, have their AGM today. Also James Hardy and a few others. There's also an RBA statement on monetary policy and retail sales today in Australia. I'll be back on the radio with Virginia Trioli.
about 10.25 on ABC 774 this morning. Henry, as I say, is on a track day, so you'll have me at the end of day podcast today. Looks like I'll be doing the morning meeting podcast on my own. You can never have too much Marcus. That's about that. Have a fabulous day. All looks a bit dull. Running into next week. Thankfully, the weather is improving, at least in Melbourne. (laughs) 